0: Welcome. In this episode, I discuss fear and its relationship to courage. It's a moment to examine fear as an opportunity, not just a burden. Moments of fear can challenge us to become more courageous. Today, we're getting to the heart of the matter. Who's brave enough to come with me? I had this conception that courage and fear could exist, but somehow one would diminish the other. When I really paused to reflect, I began to see the relationship between the two a little differently. Courage is expressed in action, while fear is an emotion. An emotion that, while felt, doesn't hinder the courageous. Before we get too far into the discussion, I want to talk about the word courage all by itself. Because courage, the root of it, C-O-R, in Latin means heart. I'm not a doctor, but I did some reading on the function of the heart. The physical heart in itself is made of a unique tissue. Cardiac muscle is only found in the heart, and it has the responsibility of pumping blood. And it does this by contractions. And this pressure is seen as desirable because of what it does for the body. It circulates blood. I'm using the heart or the the function of the heart as a parallel to how pressure in our life can produce something of value. If fear is to be avoided or non-existent, how can we demonstrate courage? It's like saying you're a weightlifter but haven't picked up anything heavy. And just to clarify, I'm not referring to rational fears that function to keep us safe and respect the laws of nature and gravity. Courage here is defined as facing difficulty and overcoming the fear of consequences for doing good. Fulton Sheen had commented, courage is also an attribute of those with faith. Perhaps the best examples of courage surface when people sacrifice something of themselves for the good of another, or perhaps we surrender something in order to bring about good within ourselves. So I'm suggesting fear in itself is not the problem, but cowardice, and I highly recommend reading the Screwtape Letters by C.S. Lewis because in that reflects a similar point. Cowardice is when we refuse to take a prudent risk or sacrifice because of fear, the avoidance of danger or discomfort for the greater good. When I'm making good choices in spite of fear, I'm developing the virtue of fortitude, also referred to as courage. Fortitude, according to the Catechism, is one of the principal human virtues, and it is acquired and strengthened by repetition and morally good acts. The Bible is full of verses that remind us not to be overcome by fear. I have one verse on my wall that I can actually share here. It's Joshua 1 nine. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. There you have it. A biblical invitation to challenge your fear another way to reflect is to think that fear has laid claim to something in your life that you want to change and seeing that feeling as an invitation to action and if you're willing to engage what you fear you expand you become more brave increase in virtue gain a footing towards a goal or something of the like and keep in mind It may not feel great to act boldly. The good news is that feeling brave is not a requirement to being courageous. On top of that, we may mess up and it may not look pretty in trying to overcome fear. But it's okay. Remember the physical heart? It's not perfectly shaped either, like a Valentine. It might even skip a beat. Even with those imperfections, lack of a better word, the heart does not lose its importance. And neither do your efforts to conquer a fear. I also want to introduce the idea of challenging how much weight we put in emotions in general. Not just fear, although that tends to be what we're focusing on today. Uh, But other emotions like uh, self-doubt or worry... Um, sometimes we use those as gauges if we experience those emotions that that indicates our level of success or our potential. So what I try to do is not see feelings as fact but try to introduce the intellect to help assess which isn't always easy. I have this vision that if courage was knocking at my door it would not ask me if I was afraid. It would ask me if I am willing to do what is necessary. This brings me to one of the reasons I decided on this topic, and that was to encourage others, myself as well, and not to be sidelined by fear. Years ago, a friend told me she was inspired to share 2 Timothy 1.7 with me. She wrote it on a piece of paper, and I have it to this day. In a similar manner, I would like to offer the same verse. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. I can't think of a better note to end on. If you're faint at heart, you may be in luck. Now you can show just how courageous you can be. Till next time, God love you.